Hey y'all, this is Benny, the host of the Last Week at Podcast. Before we really get into this week's episode, I just wanted to say that it's been great fun for me and my co-host Mayank to use this podcast as a medium to chat with an incredible area of guests from all over the world on a variety of topics in the cricketing universe. For a couple of amateur podcasters, this is all possible due to Spotify for podcasters. And if you want to get in on this as well, here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. As added features, video podcasts are also now available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. So if you have an idea for a podcast, give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to The Last Wicket, a cricket podcast where the hits keep coming, much like shots from the bat of Karen Pollard. I'm your host, Benny, and this week we will be speaking with Gurkirat Singh Gill, wannabe cricket analyst and passionate Delhi Capitals fan. We talked to him about the evolution of the Delhi franchise over the years, the fandom that IPL teams command, the ever-shifting identity of the franchises, and much, much more. So, Gurkirat Singh Gill, welcome to The Last Wicket. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Himanish. Good to be here. Always happy to talk cricket at whatever time of the day. That is one thing that gives you respite most of the days. <laughs> and uh, in current scenario, uh, thank God for cricket, honestly. Uh, right. There is nothing else to, to fall back on to. I'm not much of a reader, so that doesn't help. And uh, Bollywood cinema, uh, <laughs> the less said, the better it is. <laughs> So, yeah, so sport well, is the uh, only thing that keeps you sane. Well, I was also going to say, today is a good day for you as a Delhi Capitals fan. It's weird to see them at the top of the table. So, how do you feel? Honestly, uh, you know, uh, I, I started to have a, have a fear that a lot of Indian fans have had with the Indian team. It's becoming too top-heavy. Uh, mm. I, I sense that the middle order is not getting uh, a lot of a lot of workout, to be honest. And uh, when they got one, they couldn't finish off the game. And uh, they are yet to defend a total successfully. Uh, it went to a Super Bowl versus S- SRH. So although the bowling is doing well, but uh, the and you know you're winning games, but I still don't think it's it's a robust eleven which it can be. Uh, you have to probably make two changes, and it can be a very robust eleven if you uh, you know if you look at it. Uh, Steve Smith can go out. Uh, Sam Billings can come in and probably Marcus Stoinis can go out and uh, Nokia can come in because okay. if that happens, you have uh, Shimron Hitmeyer who can bat at 3, Rishabh Pant who can bat at 4, then you can have Lalit Yadav at 5, uh, Billings at 6 and uh, L- Akshar Patel at 7 with, with 4 bowlers. But I, I, I doubt if Delhi are ever going to play with 4 paces. So I don't think that uh, Stoinis will go out. But one one change should definitely happen and that is uh, Steve Smith going or going out, and uh, Sam Billings comes comes 
coming in because that will also release a lot of pressure of pant because uh, i i somehow feel he's he's still not been been able to figure out what tempo he wants to bat at because uh, right either he's going too hard or he's taking too much time so i don't know uh, and uh, you cannot expect the likes of prithvi and uh, shikhar to to do well and bail you out every game which is which is happening uh, of the uh, out of the six game, games that they have won so far uh, i don't think uh, any game has been one where both of them haven't uh, or either one of them ha- hasn't scored so right. yeah i would ideally want them to win a game now when both the openers are dismissed inside the power play or uh, you know while they are defending a 170 or a 180 odd I'm surprised that they're so adamant on persisting with Steve Smith and prior to that it was Ajinkya Rahane. I think in uh, one of your tweets earlier you did mention that I mean Rishabh Pant or even actually Shikhar Dhawan could play the role that Steve Smith is playing to some extent where they can just if if you if you need to stabilize the innings you have the batsmen already and Steve Smith does not have the gears like some of the other international batsmen in their side so why this stubbornness to stick with him when you have other capable batsmen in your ranks is it just the case of the name being you know bigger than the actual skills it probably is and i think it's also because the coach is an australian uh, probably if if the coach wouldn't have been australian then we wouldn't have seen this but yeah uh, i've mentioned it before that if you need someone to play an anchor uh, shikhar can do it even even uh, pant can do it pant has done that against better bowling lineups in test matches so i, I don't see in fact if you if you if you see the game versus mumbai uh, which delhi won chasing uh, 130 odd in chennai lalit yadav also doesn't seem to be a batsman who's just a slogger he was also able to play out 25 26 deliveries and hold one end up probably he could have done better but it's not that he's the kind of batsman who can't save his wicket or he he can't rotate strike so uh, i mean i just think too conservative is just that things are working well for them uh, so they, they've not been yet uh, you know faced the brunt of it but it can come back to bite them at some stage because see if the way they look at it i think they feel that okay they only lost to rcb by one run which was just about you know one hit uh, and it could have come from pant if he because if he usually bats that long uh, you know uh, 50 deliveries he will obviously end up by yeah. more than 62 so i think they they're thinking that they, they that it was just pants off day uh, and uh, similarly against rajasthan they would feel that uh, it was morris playing well when they don't realize see one thing is that and i have figured it out with the, uh, this with all ipl teams is that till the time they don't lose they don't make changes and you can see this pattern with every team like i think sometimes the cliche that uh, you know you don't fix anything that isn't broken is taken too far uh, people right. don't realize while uh, talking of this that uh, you know uh, you can you there are different grades of steel right uh, there's there's a stainless steel there's a mild steel and then there's a hard steel all of them have different capacities if your your uh, stainless steel can do the job to till till some extent but when the pressure is going to be more it is going to collapse so teams don't understand that okay this is working for them but when they have to punch above their weight or if they are going to find in a different difficult or a uh, different kind of a scenario that may not work so it might not have been broken till yet but there is no guarantee that it won't get broken when the pressure is more uh, which has happened with the indian team as well if you look at uh, the period of 2017 to 2019 the uh, or even right uh, for jail and kuldeep they persisted with them but yeah so uh, right. or, 
no, not just that. I was getting to the number four scenario. Or you look at right, the, right, uh, right. The period between 2015 to 2017. Uh, Ashwin and uh, Jadeja were going for runs left, right, and center, but they weren't dropped till the time they actually lost uh, the Champions Trophy. There was no reason for Yuvraj Singh to come back into the Indian side. See, if you look at Yuvraj Singh's last five years of international cricket, you'll find out that every time he came back to the Indian squad, he was dropped after one series because he was struggling. He was definitely struggling for time and pace whenever he had to face quick bowling. He could do well on the back foot because he would get that extra second. But whenever he was forced to come on the front foot, he was getting beaten for pace. So he would go back to domestic cricket, score runs, score a few runs in the IPL and then come back. And I think that was purely down to the selectors selecting the name rather than the performance and skills because there's always going to be a difference in, in the levels which a Ranji Trophy or an Indian domestic cricket is played at and then the international level, which is something that, you know, uh, we have found out with the likes of Prithvi Shaw as well. I know he scored a lot of runs and then he scored a lot, uh, he scored 100 against West Indies. But what people didn't realize at that point of time is that that 100 came in Rajkot and versus a West Indies bowling attack that did not have Jason Holder or Kimar Roach. And uh, just on basis of one that of that one innings, you cannot be, you know, seeing that, say that, okay, we have had a player. So these are the things that, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, teams do talk of processes, but I think uh, the processes are only talked about as a justification when they have lost something. Uh, but it's, it's mostly result-oriented, definitely in Indian cricket, right. I feel, uh, even in the franchises. Because uh, if you look at the... The, uh, even this IPL, the Chennai, uh, the Chennai side, everyone has been talking of them even before the IPL began that they do not have a death bowler. And they really don't. Uh, for they, They've lost two games where they have had to defend and they, they've narrowly missed out losing another game when they had a team down for 31 for 5 and defending 220. Right, right. So, right. Uh, I, I will not be surprised if somewhere down the line, uh, Dwayne Bravo is brought in uh, to the 11 once again when Dhoni feels that he needs someone who can sort of do something at the death. Because Control the death overs, yeah. Because not every time he's going to win, win the toss. And uh, after Delhi, uh, the five games that Chennai play are, an, are in Kolkata and Bangalore, where you really can't defend. Uh, and, uh, you know, I thought yesterday Chennai had 20 runs more than what was par. But uh, still, still they ended up losing. So, uh, I, I definitely sense that one of Chennai or Bangalore are going to slip up and not reach the final four because their bowling isn't good enough. Uh, you know, it's it's flattered to it's it's performed more than what everyone expected. Uh, you know, with the, say someone like a Harshal Patel, I know he's taken 17 wickets and he was brilliant in Chennai, but he cannot be your go-to death bowler in every game. And Bangalore are going to play uh, five games in Kolkata where. Harshal Patel cannot bowl four overs. You need to utilize his batting. He's right. your two or three overs bowler. And they need to get in Navdeep Saini right. and give him that confidence. But I doubt if that is going to happen till the time they don't lose two consecutive games. And it's, it just so happens in, in, in the IPL and in Indian cricket as well that sometimes the teams do pick the right 11, but the opposition has played well or the execution has fallen and then they've got, gone back to something that they were safe with. And then, you know, uh, right. expose themselves once again. So, right. so they don't sort of identify process and result well, you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, right. it's just yeah. a cliche that, that's, that's there. Uh, I think a lot of teams don't have that conviction only. Uh, MS Dhoni has, but uh, sometimes he has had too much of that conviction, which is... Yeah, like with Shadul Thakur. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that, that, conv that conviction has been the reason for him 
you know winning those trophies and that conviction has been the reason for him you know eventually losing out on uh, you know a lot of series uh, post 2011 and uh, most certainly post 2013 like you know not having robin thappa in the in the world t20 squad of 2014 and 2016 would be one example or not playing amit mishra enough and uh, persisting with a pius chavla or you know keep going back to mulli vijay and uh, the likes so it's it, it's just about it that i am yet to you know in whatever uh, cricket that i have seen i've rarely found a captain who's actually you know said that okay we believe in the process and we will we have complete conviction about it and you know followed it to a hilt uh, so yeah that, that that that's how things goes go i think uh, in in indian cricket for sure very fascinating i think uh, rabada's loss of form is also concerning for dc because uh, usually like 2 years ago at least he was a bank for them but since then he's been sort of dwindling and waning right and that's a concern for them do you think it is but honestly today was the first game in the ipl for rabada where he took two wickets in the power play uh, i yeah. I, I saw that I, i saw that he's taken two wickets and i was just wondering when was the last time he took it i remember last season he only took one wicket in the power play so i went back and yeah. saw saw the scorecard of all 2019 games and 2017 2018 he didn't play and uh, it was the first time so i think uh, more than the wickets what he has been uh, instrumental with is stopping the runs at uh, at the back end and i think he's gotten into the mindset that jofra was particularly 2 years ago where he would try a slower ball just for no reason and whenever rabada's trying that slower ball he's going for runs he went he, he went for that six versus suchit on that slower ball uh, got hit for a six from morris uh, in uh, vankhede on a slower ball and uh, versus russell as well there's no reason for him to try, try those slower balls or those short deliveries which are not you know banged in at complete pace and uh, you know it, it it can only be because he thinks that he's not confident about his yorkers but if you look at the last two games versus rcb and versus kkr he still nailed them so i think he's speaking but to expect that he's going to repeat that 2019 season seems difficult at this point of time which is why i feel that Nokia probably needs to come in. Right. Now, staying on DC, right? They've come a long way from their Daredevils days. They placed their faith in Pant and Shaw and Ayer and uh, they've done well. Mm-hmm. Where do they go from here? So, once we have the next auction, whom are they retaining and what should they try to do? I think uh, there are quite a lot of options that uh, that they that they'd be uh, stretched about in terms of retention. Uh, Pant is obviously a sure shot. uh then i think uh, they'll also probably retain ayer i i don't think ayer is uh, is one of the best t20 batsmen that are around but even in even in his absence you sort of feel that they are forced to play uh, a smith or uh, you know right because he's not there yeah, yeah because he's not there because even though he may not he he would have his issues with uh, express fast bowling and the short ball particularly what he would still do well is he would not let the, the likes of deepak hudda go for uh, you know just just a few runs see they would he would obviously take them for 10 runs a minimum uh, you know uh, that is where i think he's he's better than the likes of manish pande manish pande yeah. uh, played a bet, one of his better innings versus chennai that day but that was 46 balls 61 runs again less than less than 8 runs per over so i think that is the reason why people don't rate him highly in the format but uh, with what shreyas did in the fourth t20 versus uh, versus england where he came at number 6 and still played that cameo so 
he's definitely working on his game so i think he yeah. will get retained also because he's been around with the franchise for 6 years now he was signed after yeah. 2014 under 19 world cup so he would right. definitely get retained then there is uh, you know there are going to be other options uh, there's certainly going to be uh, a debate on uh, shikhar there's certainly going to be a debate on uh, Shaw. ashwin shaws there i think shaw will definitely get retained because he's young has has a lot of uh, years on his hand you know can potentially develop into uh, one of the indian greats in the future helps in building that brand which delhi have particularly focused on if you if you look at the delhi Uh, teams all over the years they've always been the franchise that has invested a lot in youngsters because after 20 in 2012 they had signed an unmukh chand uh, before that uh, in 2008 they had signed uh, pradeep sangwan so they've always looked to sign players who've come in from the under 19 setup uh, there was karun nair who was in the squad there was sanju samson there was rishabh pant obviously there was manjot kalra manjot kalra didn't get a game but they still signed him yeah and uh, yeah. now also you see that uh, even avesh khan has been with the dc setup for 3 years may, may right. not have played a lot so uh, uh, definitely uh, these three play, uh, pant shaw and ayer would definitely get retained the others would be you know uh, a debate whether it's it, if if hetmeyer gets a good season maybe he, he might also be uh, uh, up for discussion then uh, rabada and nokia for sure because Nokia they got as a replacement for 1.5 CR, but today if he goes into back back into the auction, he would easily go for more than 10. Uh, right. So uh, a lot of uh, names that would be up for discussion, and I think they are going to follow a plan which is going to be pretty similar to what Mumbai Indians have done over the years when they've looked to retain most of their core. Uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be a tough call, and they'll also have to work on uh, on you know break, uh, on maintaining and keeping that core as much as possible, but. There are going to be a few players that they will lose out on for sure, uh, like how MI lost out on uh, you know someone like a Nitesh Rana. That 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 is always going to happen. You can't help it. Right, right. Well, on on a similar note, because you talked about the players, but I'm also very curious about the brand uh, of DC, you know, Delhi Capitals. But when you look at, uh, for example, the Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Mumbai Indians, Chennai Super Kings. apart from the the players that they retain or the players that they have you know the the brand that's really stood the test of time ever since the ipl has begun and of course delhi has gone through you know so many avatars and now the current one is delhi capitals um and the feeling that i get is it there is a disconnect right like from the city delhi there doesn't seem to be a cultural connect uh what do you think do you agree with that or do you have your own thoughts on that there is because uh, see if you look at other teams if you look at a mumbai indians mumbai uh, belongs to a state which is maharashtra and they do have a cultural identity uh, if you if you see uh, the majority that lives in maharashtra uh, they are uh, the maharashtrians and they have a certain language they uh, they have certain ways similarly for a chennai super kings it's easy so there are a lot of teams that are based on a state and hence it is easier to replicate that identity so, uh, in the case of even uh, you know bangalore srh uh, all uh, the, these four teams that 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 are from south india and uh, west of south india similarly you know it is easier for uh, punjab kings also to uh, build that identity it's just that they've not been able to uh, they've not you know marketed that well kkr also sort of built uh, an identity uh, where they had a bengali song and everything Uh, as far as D- delhi is concerned uh, delhi doesn't have one single culture uh, you found you will find an amalgamation of all the demographics that the country has in delhi 
say if you if you move to a central or an old delhi you will find a lot of uh, a lot of culture and everything the ways is is is, uh, is related to you know uh, the mughal period uh, the the cuisine the ways and everything then when you will move towards the west delhi you will find a lot of punjabi influence in the culture uh, you will find a lot of sikh population you will find a lot of punjabi hindu population when you move towards south delhi then there you will find people living uh, people who are from different states there there are also predominantly bengali colonies say if you go to a cr park uh, so it's, it's it's difficult to have one single identity uh, because there are people who are uh, living in the city from all different parts of country and uh, a lot of them uh, you know say a lot of central government offices are also there so people are transferred there are people who who come to the city uh, as government government officers or government servants and you know live there for two or three years so it's it's difficult for uh, for delhi to have one identity because people from all parts of country live here uh, that's about it hence it's to 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 have just one part would be doing injustice and hence i think it's it's the most difficult uh, uh, demographic for any uh, marketing agency to nail because whichever part, uh, you know culture you leave out uh, that culture is going to you know feel uh, offended and uh, the times are such that people take offense uh, very easily very very easily so yeah it's it's better to play safe and have a you know uh, i'd say I I wouldn't necessarily say that it's it's identity less because there's obviously that lingo that uh, the the social media team works upon and the lingo in Delhi is is a combination of three or four languages. It is not pure Hindi, it's not pure Punjabi, and it's not pure Urdu. It's 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 of four languages. It's Hindi, English, Hindi, English, Punjabi, and Urdu. And I'll 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 say this that if you ask most of the people who live in Delhi. to differentiate between what is an urdu word what is a hindi word and what is a punjabi word a lot of them would won't be able to a lot of them won't be able so uh, that is that is the challenge and uh, hence very difficult to find one identity and work on it so better to keep it as much as multilingual and multicultural possible so very beautiful about delhi now i'll i'll stay in delhi and i'll talk to you about the ferosha kotla because a lot of people abuse it uh left right and center but i've had really good experiences there i've had good food around the matches in old delhi uh what's your life at the kotla been like so my first game at kotla was in 2005 it was the game where sachin tendulkar broke uh, sunil gavaskar's record for 34 centuries it was versus sri lanka the test match in december then i went i i, I my first ipl game in kotla was rained out in the very first season versus K, it was delhi versus kkr then i had gone for a uh, delhi uh, india versus england game virat kohli scored 100 gautam gambhir scored a brilliant 80 it was uh, india won then i have also watched that semi final uh, of the world t20 2016 between uh, england and new zealand at the same ground so i've watched quite a few games at kotla uh, the 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 after match experience is always good because there uh, like like you said it's in old delhi there are a lot of good eateries so you can always you know watch the game and then go to old delhi go to puran uh, jama masjid and that place and eat whatever you right. want and if you are a right. non vegetarian then uh, it's it's a del- uh, it's a delight for you uh, what i would right. do on most days is that i would park my car uh, you know either in bangla sahib gurdwara or somewhere in cp oh okay eat, you know if if i if if i have a lot of time on my hands then i'll go to the gurdwara you know just uh, you know 
go there uh, stay there for 15 minutes uh, then eat something outside or even sit and have some longer then take an auto uh, or even take a metro now there's a metro that that goes to yeah yeah so with multiple ways of you know going to kotla it's just that the stadium itself hasn't really uh, upgraded itself apart from getting floodlights in 2008 before the ipl uh, they really need to work on the infrastructure of the stadium because and i think that is all that's, that's become the case with a lot of indian venues where uh, the uh, the the one reason i feel why test matches don't get a lot of viewership in stadium is because they don't have a roof and the indian uh, cricket season is in is in summers of india and uh, 30 right, 30 right. uh, or 30 35 degrees is the minimum it can touch 40 45 right and to watch a game uh, you know a day game without a roof because becomes very difficult and sometimes uh, even the washrooms aren't clean so watching a game in india in most stadiums can be a very difficult experience which is why you don't see a lot of viewership uh, when it comes but not in stadiums so that one aspect is something which you know uh, the bcci really needs to work upon and it's something that even rahul dravid has acknowledged i i remember when he was doing the bradman oration in 2011 he spoke of how uh, the most important uh, stakeholder in the game which are the fans they need to be taken care of uh, in in lot more ways than just one he he spoke of how you know we need to do away with uh, irrelevant uh, odi series have, do not no don't need to have seven odi uh, game series yeah. and to have better facilities at stadiums because he said fans are what make a sport it is because and he, he quoted this example he said that india has a lot of sports persons from a, from a lot of different sports but only the cricketers get that acknowledgement and love from the people so the board needs to look after the fans and uh, that that really doesn't happen in cbs right right it's it's not just uh, limited to the stadiums it's it's is down to every single thing if you see the coverage also the coverage uh, of any indian series i'd say is uh, pathetic honestly right and the fans don't have other options right so they have to listen to it yeah i mean yeah. The, the there's a reason why uh, twitter as a platform has grown for sports content and particularly cricket content because you have a lot of people who speak a lot more sense than what they do on the pre match or the post match show uh, i remember right. i was right. growing up uh, i used to you know always look forward to uh, india's overseas tours because i would know that it would be telecast on espn star i would have a very good uh, sports broadcasting team that would cover it there would be alan wilkins harsha bogle ravi shastri uh, wasim akram tony greg jeffrey boycott yeah it's 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 just become you know uh, too much masala i mean uh, it is it's, it's just become a how do i say it? Uh, it might sound a little little rude but it's it's become a mixture of you know a high level coffee with karan with uh, some indian soap script mixed into it there is very well put very very well put well um let's talk about the most important stakeholders of the game um the fans themselves um now you've had some experience working for a for for an agency that has worked with the delhi franchise in the past as far as you know brand building or handling social media i just want to like i'm curious to know about your experiences uh when you did that work so uh, when i was you know working with that agency which was looking after this brand uh the brief was that uh, the team is going to you know look at a new identity and you know look at a fresh start because 
uh, when you've not qualified uh, for uh, six seasons uh, and have become a bunch uh, like just an easy easy way or an easy target for trolls uh, then it's very difficult to you know even run the whole system uh, financially because see if if team is not uh, you know respected on social media it becomes difficult to get those sponsors as well which which are uh, a huge stream of revenue for a lot of ipl if you look at an ipl one on the chest there is uh, there are two on the sleeves both side uh, there's there are two on the cap uh, one on the side when one on the front then there are uh, two on the trousers both sides so there there's roughly easily 10 sponsors there there are two on the back as well one below the number and one above so uh, it, it's a, it's a very important game for franchises to to have that social media following because a lot of those sponsorships do come through that and uh, eventually uh, you know uh, performances is what drives your social media a lot of people uh, confuse Uh, social media to be very different uh, from uh, you know the on field performances they sometimes feel that uh, social media can be sustained without on field performances which is a true because social media is only an extension of what the team does on field say if your right. team has lost badly uh, what can social media do uh, whatever post you do your fans are going to be angry and uh, probably not going to engage so uh, both of thing both the things go hand in hand uh, there's a reason why mumbai and chennai have more than 5 million followers on twitter as opposed to what uh, punjab and delhi have and other teams punjab and delhi have, have i think around 2 million so you see why that difference is so uh, they they wanted to change that whole identity they wanted to bring in a fresh approach where uh, they do more uh, content which is centric to the people so in the last couple of years what you will see is that there are a lot of interviews of fans fans are getting involved a uh, lot of times when teams are getting trolled uh, there's a feeling that you know uh, that comes up with this team doesn't have uh, too many fans like you really don't see people talking about a fan base for a punjab kings uh, or a fan base for a rajasthan royals because they also don't do those stories where fans are involved so one of the briefs was to sort of make it more fan centric and uh, you know keep engaging with them uh, even if you've lost games and you know they're criticizing try and engage with them so that Uh, the fans feel that okay uh, they are being looked after and uh, run a lot of fan contests where you validate uh, you know by giving them a team jersey or something uh, the other point was that like i said because delhi never used to do well uh, anyone who's watched ipl games at kotla will tell you that uh, a game versus mumbai indians never used to feel like a home game for delhi uh, a game versus chennai super kings or even an rcb because virat kohli was an rcb never used to feel like a home game for delhi you would probably see more yellow t-shirts in the crowd at kotla when chennai were playing more red t-shirts so that was there so uh, the the focus was on you know distributing blue jerseys to to fans who come to the stadium uh, and you know make them win those uh, tickets or something so that you know people are just brought into the stadium and if the performances are good then they will get connected to the franchise which which eventually happened over the last you know i think that's what for example Chennai Super Kings and Mumbai Indians I feel like one of the reasons why they've got such a good fan base and their social media game is on point they they won quite a few trophies and even that happened with KKR too once they won a couple of titles like their fan base or you know their social media presence increased uh, I, i think RCB is a little bit different even though they have nothing they still have the likes of Virat Kohli and De Villiers and that in itself commands that um and i wonder if that's like you mentioned you know if that's what's happening to delhi 
that even though they haven't won a title yet, they've really worked hard on cultivating the fan base in the last couple of years or in the last few years. I mean, I remember seeing last year, they did a lot of videos where they, uh, they talked to the players too, and then they involved the players' families. They made them human is, I think, what was their biggest uh, point, uh, at least last year. So how do you see that contributing to not necessarily performance of the field, because that's not going to do anything, but do you see that as a way for them to cultivate a fan base that will stick with them through, you know, times like this when, you know, even when they're not winning or even they're not winning trophies, they still want to hold on to that fan base. See, uh, you know, the, what you mentioned about bringing in players, families, what you have to understand uh, among Indian audiences, uh, emotions are always going to sell mm. regardless of what it is, whether it is cinema, whether it is politics, whether it is fixed, emotions are going to sell. And uh, uh, that is that has also been one point uh, of of uh, of consideration for fa- for teams that have done well. Someone like a Virat Kohli, uh, you know, even even if the team hasn't done well, uh, his uh, his uh, one of the good things about his uh, about him is that when he speaks, and a lot of people will say that he speaks from the heart. Uh, he's he's never making stuff up. So he when he says that okay, he genuinely cares about the fans, you get that feeling, which is why a lot of fans have stuck around. Uh, the RCB as well. And even they might not have won the trophies, but uh, up in the first 10 seasons, they still had three finals. So it was not a hopeless case or a hopeless scenario anyway. Uh, similarly, so in that respect, only the Punjab franchise has been, you know, you can say sort of hopeless because they've only made the playoffs only twice and once in 2008 and then in 2014. Apart from that, there has been nothing. With Delhi also, the first five seasons, there were three playoff appearances. It was just that when uh, the icon players were going out. Uh, they were finishing at the bottom, not even say fifth or sixth. I remember in 2013, they finished eighth. In 2014, they finished eighth. Uh, then they finished seventh. Then they finished sixth. Then eighth again. That is what... So they they tried, uh, you know, revamping things in 2018 when they signed Gautam Nabi. They were bringing a face back, but he, it didn't work out because he had to eventually step down from the captain's in middle, after five games. So... The, they understood that what 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 is it that they need to do? They need to bring in people back. And now what they've started doing is uh, they've really worked on ground on uh, you know cultivating a fan base and call it the DC Tony. Uh, they 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 in 2019 I remember in one of the games that you know uh, selected a few players who few few fans who would travel uh, all sponsored by the team itself to Mohali and then to uh, Jaipur in a fan bus. They specifically selected those. Uh, 40, 45 fans and then marketed it very, very well. There was a Daikin uh, fan bus. Then uh, in in Jaipur, you know, they were back at the team hotels. The fan were there to welcome the team. And then in 2020, uh, even though there wasn't, uh, there, w- there wasn't a, uh, the fans involvement and the IPL was, were outside, but they, they did a lot of fan stories. They also did a story with me as to why I've been following the team since, uh, since all this while. Then this year, when they were doing the jersey launch, they called some 10 15 fans who've been around with them. They, they know them uh, because they have a different agency who does the on-ground stuff for them uh, on the on the launch of the uh, of the jersey. And they had Shreyas a year talking to them. So it's it's all about you know tapping into the emotion. And uh, like I said, as long as the emotion is tapped into, you can sell anything, which is both good and bad in India. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I mean. That, that statement speaks for itself in, in a lot of ways. That it's, it's, it's just upon the emotion that you can at the end of the right. day. Very fascinating answer. So I was just thinking like uh, 
what made you a delhi fan first and like when were you a delhi fan first was it since 2008 so before the ipl if you remember there was an icl that also had a delhi fan. right 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 yeah delhi, delhi giants or delhi jets delhi 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 jets and there was chandigarh lions so i used to watch the icl as well and uh, you know that in that team i, I in that i uh, tournament i used to you know just watch it for the cricket and hope okay whichever teams as well but in 2008 when the ipl was started uh, they had virender sehwag there was gautam gumbir also and then there was a lot of good players there was glen mcgrath there was devilliers there was shoaib malik mohammad asif mohammad asif yeah mohammad asif in 2007 2008 was at his peak so a lot of players to like uh, i think the 2009 delhi team perhaps remains the best ipl team to not win a trophy because that team yeah. had players like mithun manas and manoj tiwari in reserves mithun manas manoj tiwari rajat bhatia in reserves there was daniel vitori right. dirk nanas uh, even tejasvi yadav who was last year uh, you know uh, fighting uh, bihar election so the 2009 team i certainly feel uh, was one ipl team that probably the best ipl team to not win the trophy and along with it the 2015 rcb team because the 2015 rcb team was also a very good one which probably deserved to win that trophy but they were unlucky to not finish in the top 2 because of two rained out games and then they lost to chennai in ranchi so you know the there was this uh, fascination that okay this team is from my city and uh, i've i've not been born in delhi but i've grown up in delhi uh, been in the city since 21 years now so there was that uh, virender sehwag in 2008 was at his prime uh, he scored that uh, the triple he scored his second triple century in chennai in 2008 only gautam gumbir was also going through a, a good phase so there was no reason to not support a team which is from your city and has good players and is doing well so since then it's been that but there have always been uh, second or third favorite teams that have changed over the years um, it was rajasthan royals at one point of time purely because of rahul dravid uh then there was a soft corner for the punjab team because uh, of my punjabi background but now i really can't uh, stand the punjab teams because <laughs> I, i think the, the the way they play is, is just anti t20 in so many ways so what changes they do what what kl rahul does it's it's just something that gets on my nerves so um, now uh, i like uh, rajasthan royals as my second favorite team because i really like the way how uh, sanju samson approaches the game i think he's one of the few uh, players in the indian setup who understands uh, that uh, he the way t20 is supposed to be played and where his he's going to bat he cannot be uh, consistent enough to you know uh, uh, to be impactful he he understands that he can if he can do the job in four or five games that's good enough so that's good enough so Uh, i just like their uh, you know team structure and the philosophy with they played because they understood how someone like a steve smith needed to go they understood how someone like uh, ajinkya rahane need to go they released tom karan and other uh, you know dead weight so the, the the way they approach the format is something which i really like unfortunately they've had too many injuries this season but still to win three games uh, out of seven which could have very easily been four out of seven uh, if uh, sanju had connected that last ball versus punjab in the first game uh, is 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 no is no mean right i'll stay on that and i'll talk to you about uh, brand building for ipl teams right because i find that if you have a mega auction every 3 years it's kind of disconcerting and it's hard to build loyalty and build a brand because of that because your players keep shuffling around what do you think challenge for sure uh, one of the reasons why one of the reasons why uh, ipl hasn't had the 
IPL hasn't had the same level of uh, what do you call it the loyalty which an EPL has is that. But uh, it is also important to keep uh, the the competitiveness in the IPL alive because if you if you don't uh, if you don't have the mega auctions then uh, teams like Mumbai are going to dominate and keep finishing in the top three. Not that they still don't, but it at least gives other franchises a chance. Uh, it it is obviously difficult and that is why you have that five corner uh, five five attention which might go up but uh, yeah it's a challenge for sure it's a challenge for sure but uh, see at the end end of the day what you also have to understand is uh, unlike football uh, football you know uh, there's a lot of uh, you'd say the, the connect with individuals is 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 very high in football and uh, teams are still able to you know bring have their youth academies and bring those players this in in a lot of footballing leagues, there's always another level. So, you know, if you support, say, a Manchester United, you are aware who's, who's, who's the player who's going to eventually make it to the senior team because there are leagues below uh, the main league. In IPL, it there isn't that. And, uh, you know, loyalties actually change because cricket is also... Cricket is one team game, which is the most individual game. So, uh, and a lot of teams do change their... A uh, lot of fans also do change their loyalties, but it's, it's something that you can't help. So that is why you have to, like I said, tap into the emotion and that identity of a city. If you see what Mumbai have been doing over the years and even Chennai, a lot of times before the first ball, uh, Mumbai Indians handle is going to be Ganpati Vappa Moria. Uh, they, they do that. Uh, there are, There's a lot of Tamil uh, lingo in the Chennai Super Kings uh, teams. Uh, and sometimes it's, it's, you know, people like me can't even understand it. But for them, it doesn't matter because they know that you know, loyalty with their main fan bases. Uh, it's something that, you know, someone like uh, Kings 11 Punjab or rather Punjab Kings is trying to do, but then they've not been able to do it because uh, I don't think they've, you know, understood the Punjabi language and the lingo. And uh, it, it's, it's just not coming across uh, well. And I think which is why they also get a lot of flack from the the fan base of the Punjab Kings and uh, the Punjabi who support the team. Uh, KKR doesn't even try uh, if, uh, a lot of Bengali stuff. Because <laughs> they, they think, right. Because they think that their fan base is because of Shah Rukh Khan. It's, it's based on that, probably. Uh, with RCB, that's, that's, that is starting to change a little bit. And uh, with SRH, uh, it's, it's, it is also changing now. You see, you know, if you if you look, that, look back at the past year, uh, the way David Warner has been on social media, You'd say that he's probably yeah. uh, 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 a local from uh, Hyderabad or from, uh, you know, Andhra Pradesh or Telangana because he's dancing on all those uh, songs which are famous in the Telugu film industry amongst, uh, you know, that uh, that fan base. So, again, like I keep saying, it's it's more about tapping into the emotion because uh, India is also that kind of a country where, uh, you know, people also take a lot of pride in their uh, identities, uh, of states, of cultures, of, of religion, etc., etc. So it's 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 important for franchises to do it. But I hope none of them, you know, overdo it at any point. Of I was going to ask about that because sometimes when you're on social media, it, it just seems to get a little toxic at times. You know, the the fan bases for some of these teams. Well, uh, let let me rephrase that. Not the fan base, uh, fan base itself, but specific sections of fans. They're very rabid right in their rhetoric and sometimes it just feels a little too much do you see that as a downside like going forward because i feel like in india uh, more than any other country hero worship or just like focusing on the individual rather than the team is something that 
fans easily slip into, which then becomes the case of it almost like veers into online abuse and online harassment. Uh, do you see that as an issue, uh, at least for the social media handles of these teams? It is, it is, uh, no doubt. Uh, if you also see, uh, you know, so, which is what I was saying, the team, the, these social media handles of teams don't need to overdo it. If you if you look at the Mumbai Indians handles, uh, the especially the Twitter handle, uh, sometimes during a live game, they put out tweets like, okay, uh, Virat Kohli is off the field and Rohit Sharma is now the captain. And if, if say, a wicket falls, they, they would tweet something like that, which I don't think... Uh, a franchisee handle should do it. If, if a fan does it, then you, know, you can understand it. But a franchisee handle doing that, that uh, Virat Kohli is off the field, uh, Rohit Sharma is the captain and a wicket falls, then, you know, it, it is riling up and it is, I, I don't think it's professional enough, especially, you know, when uh, both the players are playing for India, uh, which is why I said that teams don't need to overdo it because it leads to a lot of, uh, you know, uh, this undercurrent or this uh, this connect where you know people start taking uh, their identities as you know identities of a region uh, too seriously rather than the one identity that they need to look at i i feel honestly uh, the only identity people living in india should should be uh, you know passionate about is being an indian rather than you know being saying okay no i am a mumbai indians fan or i am a mumbaiker or i am a uh, I'm a Chennai Super Indians fan or I'm uh, a Tamilian or I'm a Punjabi or I'm a Andhraite or etc. etc. or a, or a Telugu or a, you know Kannad, all these things. Uh, this can be sometimes a result of this because you know uh, teams do tend to overdo it to you know build into that fan base and what you said is correct that uh, teams also realize that a fan base, their fan base is going to revolve around big players. Uh, so a lot of uh, Rohit Sharma fans are just Mumbai Indian fans and you see, you know, uh, Dhoni fans being CSK fans and Virat fans being RC fans and they do tend to abuse because uh, forget, forget you know, abusing other fans. They just abuse other players. Uh, if you look at uh, the comments on Avesh Khan's Instagram post of late, uh, the day he did well against Chennai, he was abused by a lot of Dhoni fans. I, for one, don't think they, they, they are fans uh, because if they were truly Dhoni fans, they would actually appreciate uh, the effort that he, he's put in. Uh, the same right. thing would go with uh, you know the fans of Rohit Sharma or Virat Kohli because the, these cricketers have now reached at a stage where when a youngster does well against them, they are probably more happy because they understand that this player is probably going to represent the nation. If you if you look back at the last game between Punjab and Bangalore, uh, Harpreet Barar dismissed uh, Virat Kohli. He had his celebration and everything. But after the game, Virat Kohli was the first one to go up to him and congratulate him and have a word with him. And right. uh, these are the signs of great cricketers. They're never, uh, you know, excellence is never afraid of someone outdoing them because they, they know that is the only way they can also, you know, keep improving. But fans don't need to. Uh, fans don't don't seem to get it. And I think the only way uh, this can be put a stop uh, into by uh, you know these fans is if probably the cricketers speak out and sort of say say this that uh, I don't think in out in the open that I don't think anyone who uh, uses my my profile picture or my name in their Twitter or you know uh, social media handle is and is going to abuse any other fan or any other player. I don't think he or she can be my fan. I think that can bring in a certain kind of change. But apart from that, I think these fan bases and these the toxicity on social media has uh, reached beyond a point where you can have just a sensible discussion because 
a few people just seem to get a lot of fun out of abusing uh, others for no reason it's probably you know you sometimes don't even know if they are young enough or these are educated adults sometimes they can be senior olds who, who have different issues in life and right. uh, probably they are taking out that frustration on you so it's something that you have to learn to live with because you obviously cannot control it well well said well let let me ask you know the kind of wrapping this up you know the ipl since its inception has really transformed the landscape of indian cricket um and i think one of the biggest effects is just the engagement it drives among fans just like you said both bad but also good um it it drives us so much engagement when the cricket takes place in fact i feel that sometimes even more than international games when india is playing another country during the ipl even like fans who don't uh, people who don't watch indian games they they come alive uh, on social media what is it about it, based on your observation and just over following the ipl over the years what is the biggest attraction for ipl that drives up not just the viewership but just the engagement of fans uh with you know social media handles or just like getting into the spirit of ipl so i think for this you need to ha- have a look at the origin of ipl or you know origin of most sports based uh, in india if you look at it when the ipl began uh, it was not just cricket it was the amalgamation of two biggest things uh, in india cricket and bollywood uh, people people are people in india are just mad about these two things and uh, if you if you ask them why they are mad they may not be able to explain it all you know uh, you have a lot of fan walls that keep happening for no good reason but it is what it is so uh, the way ipl started it was a amalgamation of these two things a lot of people watched ipl because i am a sharukh khan fan sharukh khan has a team so mereko uske liye match dekh okay i am i am a pretty zinta fan so i have to support uh, the punjab team i may or may not understand cricket but because i like pt zinta so much or sharukh khan so much i want to watch that game and then that is where you know uh, people people saw a few games became interested and then they started getting attached to that brand i know a lot of uh, people who who have been cricket fans but they've supported kkr not even being from kolkata just because of sharukh khan and uh, that's how that that's been the case with even a pro kabaddi league why pro kabaddi league became bigger was because it had amalgamation of bollywood it had amitabh bachchan uh, you know buying a team it had sachin tendulkar buying a team someone else buying a team similarly in uh, the isl john abraham had a team abhishek bachchan had a team so whenever there is going to be an amalgamation of bollywood i think uh it is going to bring in uh, fans or people who are not uh, not your regular fans i have always felt that any sport has three kind of fans one is you know people like uh, the three of us who probably you know uh, watch the game very closely you know we we are not done with the game uh, when when the game finishes we probably you know begin uh, for us the game begins after the real game has finished because we we like to talk about the game analyze it and see what could have been done better then there are you know there is a second category of fans which watches the game occasionally they understand the game and they are able to figure out okay this could have been different this is but they don't take it too seriously and then there is obviously the third kind of fan which comes alive you know during an india pakistan game or during a world cup or you know you could say yeah. is uh, when the ipl is on i think what also helps is the timings uh, if you see uh, the ipl is happening uh, starts at early now it's starting at 7:30 early we used to start at 8 uh, a casual watcher who has nothing else to watch will come home and watch that game and there's obviously earlier i don't think there was that attachment because with an indian cricket game there was there used to be that attachment and uh, 
there there didn't used to be a lot of uh, India T T games when the IPL began. India was predominantly playing Test matches and ODIs. And see, Test matches are anyway difficult to watch uh, unless you are a unless you are a fanatic because uh, at the at the very least there are going to be three days of Test cricket which will be on a weekday when you are when you are working. So it's difficult to follow that. And uh, similarly, even if an ODI game is day night, half of the game you are bound to miss if it's on a day. Uh, if if it's on a weekday with the IPL because of the duration and everything, you know, uh, and see the timing matters. You you you're having dinner and you're watching a game. If you like it, you'll continue watching it, or you switch something else. So these are the few things that have brought in the uh, the viewers. And then there are other things that have been around it. The team songs, the Indian team or any country uh, country cricket team hasn't had a song or has a video. Uh, if you remember the way IPL started, KKR had a very good video. They had a dance and everything. Then it evolved to players dancing. If you look at the Delhi uh, theme song video or the Chennai Super Bowl, it has players involved in doing those steps. Someone like an MS Dhoni, uh, you know, doing that whistle pull and doing a few steps. It is something that you usually don't see with uh, uh, with with other teams and uh, with, with with the national team. Then you know, like I said, sponsors coming in. When there are ten sponsors, those spon that there's a radio partner and everything. When there are those ten sponsors, they are obviously also going to hit you with uh, with those ads. There's a Zomato like Zomato in I think two years ago they had a Zomato Premier League where you where you had to just predict who's going to win and if you get that prediction right, you will get Zomato credits and then you know use it while ordering. Uh, so brands have also started to inculcate into the IPL and hence you know some people just watch the IPL because of this. Uh, Okay, I'll get get to earn something else, etc., etc. So uh, it's like I said, it's it's it began with the amalgamation of Bollywood and cricket, and now it's just become a whole uh, what what uh, Sony actually called it at one point of time, India ka tiwahar. It is it is that because brands like to connect with it in some way or the other. Uh, it's it's reached uh, outside of India because uh, there are players who are coming from outside. Uh, then. Sometimes you know uh, the people who who are from outside of India, they get to watch the games. They feel connected to it, the culture and etc. etc. So a lot of things you know, some some of them planned and some of them not planned. I've worked for it, and that is why it's become so popular. No, I'm just adding that I think there's a lot of uh, hunger for cricket content in India, and the IPL has been feeding that monster, and that's why it's so big. And there's a lot of uh, secondary points of engagement with the IPL that you can have. Possible team combinations. You can have auctions. You can have fantasy. You can have Zomato points. So there's a lot of these touch points that you know uh, drive up fan engagement. Auction is actually a lot of secondary ways. Yeah, actually a very good thing. I I I don't know how how I missed it, but uh, auction is something which is actually a game changer because if you if you so it 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 was something that. Uh, India is that kind of a demographic where a lot of people don't even get the chance to, you know, witness a live auction because you know uh, the the things that are being auctioned are are that where a lot of Indians can't even afford it. So forget being able to watch a live auction. So IPL with that auction brought a different dynamic. It's a very good point that Manish has raised. Uh, you you see how teams are battling it out and you you sort of get a different thrill. And there have been stories where. Uh, you know players so if you look at the pandya brothers uh, i think in one of the seasons both of them com- combined had uh, had a price of 15 uh, 15 cr the pathan brothers had a price of 20 cr and uh, 
it it resonates with the common indian man because of their stories the pathan brothers used to live in one room in a masjid in baroda from there to you know earning 20 cr is is a story that sells the story which is also inspirational it's a, it's and aspirational it, it's something which uh, you know everyone feels goods about feels feels good about and there have been plenty of such stories in the ipl uh, if you look at uh, the story of harpreet brar he if if not for getting a contract in in 2018 he would have probably gone to canada and be driving a taxi same you could have say, said for an arshdeep so a lot of such stories as well where you know uh, uh, there and some of them have been just one season wonders if you look at a swapnil asnodkar if you look at a paul valthati but uh, these stories also have had a lot to add to to that connect because somewhere you feel that okay it's it's if if nothing at the least there are some people who do feel that okay if i can make it to one ip i'll probably earn enough for the rest of my life which is which is which which is very very aspirational for any indian middle class mm. because yeah. it's an aspirational wonder story for a lot of indians right and because yeah the the the, the most middle class thing in india is about to you sort of you know earning enough so that you know your future generation uh, can have enough and you are able to live a settled life and to see that someone can earn that much money in just two months is is, is huge that that value and that story is huge for people to connect with right well on that note gurkira uh, really appreciate your time with us today and uh, you know for all the reasons that you mentioned i think you know especially with all that's going on in india right now um i think the very fact that it really unites indians in one thing that is taking sides and you know competing with each other as to which team is better um but it is just i feel it's a good distraction um given all that is going on and you know hopefully the ipl will continue not not just to provide uh good cricket on the field but just a good source of uh distraction and entertainment for people who are looking for something like that during this time just just want to add one thing uh, i think it was a uniting force cricket was a uniting force when i was growing up but uh, i don't think it is a uniting force anymore because uh, all those sports by nature uh, is something that is you know supposed to transcend boundaries uh, mm-hmm. there enough uh, examples in history where sports persons have taken a particular stand and you know they've been bagged even in india you've had uh, you know uh, people get behind a team and everything uh, you know if you if you look back at the the year 2008 uh, just after the mumbai attacks there was a test match that was being played in chennai the team won and they dedicated it to the mumbai te- uh, the, the victims of the mumbai attacks then there have been many such cases and examples but uh, what has happened is that now uh, the uh, indian youth particularly they understand that uh, you know when someone is in a position of influence and in power uh, as a cricketer or as a movie star or whatever they expect certain responsibilities may not may not be you know those responsibilities on paper but maybe moral responsibilities out of the people who they look up to as stars so uh, earlier you know what you would say uh, you know that cricket was a uniting force where uh, people would uh, sort of stand cricketers i don't think that is the case anymore because uh, people even you know in india have started to sort of differentiate the cricketer and the person they 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 are, it's not more it's it's not any more the same where you know just because you are a good cricketer 
people are going to get behind you uh, you know audiences and uh, masses have begun to realize that it it may be a very small shift but i think it's an important shift and i think uh, it it is something which should happen because uh, at the end of the day i i have always believed that you know cricketers and movie stars are just uh, you know artists and uh, they might be good and they might be they might be excellent at their field but at the end of the day whatever they are doing is for their own uh, you know they did not doing something uh, you know different for the society or being selfless or anything there are a lot more indians who do that who probably deserve to be heroes so i think that realization is slowly coming in but uh, it's 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 not become a normal realization yet but the shift is there so uh, i wouldn't say it's it's a uniting force anymore but it's 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 a good distraction for sure it's it's not a uniting force i feel very well said well that's it for this episode of the last wicket a special thanks to gurkirit for his time and you can find him on twitter at gurkirit as gil meanwhile do rate and subscribe to this podcast to be notified of new episodes follow us on your social media feeds and do leave us a voice message if you would like to be featured on the show thank you for listening to us and from all of us here at the last wicket stay safe and stay healthy